0: Hi, everybody. It's Mary. My interview was taped last weekend. Was it last weekend? No, it was the weekend before. (laughs) But I've just been so busy. I haven't had a chance to drop the pod yet. Uh, I have been busy doing things like finally getting around to watching Spider-Man Far From Home, which was fabulous. And then, of course, this last week, all the Sony versus Disney stuff heated up and so who knows? I think Tom was scheduled to do the next two movies, so that would be nice if he still is. I don't think the story is over by any means, but who knows? And getting the kids ready for back to school, and then me back, getting ready to go back to work, and I'm totally not into that at all. <laughs> I don't want to go back to work, but I do appreciate the... The paycheck. So I guess I'm going back to work. I do have one, two, three, four courses left to do. And I still have one that I tanked. And so I have to redo that. So I'll be redoing all the things this week and next week for that. Next week, my daughter is filming background for a locally shot TV show. So excited about that. And... Mostly, she's excited for the money. I'm excited to go back on set. I'm just a chaperone, of course, but it'll be fun. And it's just around the corner from us, so we don't even have to drive. We could just walk, so that's nice. And you know, just getting ready for the fall, and which technically doesn't start for another month and a half, but I'm still kind of, you know, everybody kind of thinks September is fall anyway. And I'm getting excited for my Disney trip. I go back again in October for five days and I have a friend coming out from Montreal who's going to meet me. She's never been to Disneyland, so I'm going to show her around the parks and expose her to the wonder that is Walt's original park. And I'm really looking forward to that. The end of this month, we're going camping our second to last camping trip. We're going to actually camp over Thanksgiving weekend, so that'll be fun. And as a girl, I went and got my eyelashes done. (laughs) I got those fake eyelashes. And it's taken me a little while to get used to them. They were heavy, which was weird. Um, And then I'd be driving along and a searing pain (laughs) would stab me in the eye. And I'd have to pull over because it was so painful. But I really like how they look. So I might just keep up with them for a little while longer. I start rehearsals in September for the local production of a certain musical that um, hmm, other shows are going on of it right now, so we can't really say what it is technically, but it involves music from a really popular band from the 70s and 80s, and it's set in Greece. We'll leave it at that. I'm just chorus in this, but I'm hoping that my good work ethic and my diligence might procure me in, in another role, a side role or something. What else is going on? Oh, yeah. So then one kid starts a new school and the other kid goes back to the regular school. And so one of my kids wants to join the guides, but it's the rangers. So they're kind of like that top level. And the local ranger group doesn't have a, a guide leader. And I feel really bad because otherwise we'd have to drop my kid off over in either like 10 minutes away or 20 minutes away as opposed to five minutes away. So not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. However, it's kind of crummy for them. So I'm looking into if I can get one other person to help me be a guide leader, then I'd be a guide leader every couple of weeks and, and help out with that. And if not, then we're going to have to go to this other group and i i know she she just wants to do it so i don't want to stop her because it's been really good for her cuz she has anxiety so anyways hopefully we can get that sorted out sooner rather than later and you know music lessons and dance lessons and all the things they all start up again so that's my life <laughs> so far Sunfest was awesome by August. So August started with Sunfest. It was lots of fun. We were Margaritaville and went through a lot of tequila. It was fabulous. And then I went up to my old Sea Cadet Corps over for the next weekend. And that's where I interviewed my friend Deanna about her job. We go way back. And she was kind enough to indulge me. And then we've just been... You know, just doing the things. The kids went away for a week for camp and we were hoping to get the deck done the week they were gone. But it's just proven to be a longer process than we thought. So my husband's working on that slowly but surely every day because I really don't want the the palette of new decking to sit in front of my car for the next three and a half years because that's ridiculous. Oh, we went and saw Weird Al on – Wednesday night as a family, and it was amazing. I sprung, it was a Christmas present, so I sprung for VIP meet and greet tickets, and we had so much fun, an unbelievable amount of fun, and my kids loved it, and there were lots of kids in the audience, which was great, and there were people of all ages. We were all together singing and laughing and just enjoying ourselves so much, and there was even a group, it was a dad and his two boys, and they'd made themselves tinfoil hats. It was outstanding. He didn't do, he could have, you know what, he could have done probably another two hours of songs. He has that big of, of, a, of a library, really. But he did one or two of his originals. He had the symphony with them, which was fabulous because they, they were awesome it was so good and they actually did a half an hour set before he came on stage so that was really cool and we just sang and laughed and boogied in our seats and then he his encore of course was the what I like to call the Star Wars set so it's the saga begins and then Yoda And that was the only song he brought his accordion out for. So that was interesting. But it was really good. And then at the meet and greet, we all had pizza and we got to buy ourselves some drinks. And so it was kind of a double thing. So you go in first with your picture and you have to decide if you want to do an individual photo or a group photo with your group. So my kids were like, I'm not going to see him alone. So we all went in as a group and got our photo. And while we were there, the photographer was distracted and was talking to somebody for a second. And I'm like, oh, well, we have a chance to talk. And he goes, dance party. So he's like wiggling his hips and we're dancing a bit. And then, then when the guy came back to take the picture, of course, we're just grinning from ear to ear. It was so funny. It was really nice. And then you come back around the other way, get your picture, which they print out right on site. and You get your picture and he will sign one thing. So we also got sheet music from the conductor of the orchestra so I got something weird like his one of his originals um the the Jackson Express and I think one of my kids got uh that smells like teen spirit one anyways he will sign any one thing so I had him sign the sheet music and I was hoping the conductor would be there actually but he wasn't and he signed my other daughter's Photo and then another one's sheet music, and then the kid in front of us, though had it brought an accordion, and he signed the accordion, which was amazing. Somebody else brought a guitar for him to sign. There were posters, we all got a poster, he would have signed that he would have signed any one thing, and people were very original there was a somebody had a flag for him to sign. Uh, I think a few people had their CDs for him to sign. So it was really a good mix. And he, I thanked him. I said, hey, thanks for coming over to the island. You know, we miss you here. And he goes, I love it here. We had the day off and we walked around. And I said, oh, you got good weather because it had rained the, that day. And he was like, yeah, we love it here. And we're so glad to be back. So we were glad for him to be back. He played to half the stadium. um, And I would say... It was almost a sellout. There was a f- there were a few empty seats, but not very many, to be honest. And a lot of people were in the the boxes, and it was really really cool. And I mean, we were second row center, literally. I was sitting center stage, second row, so it was amazing. You could see the sweat off of him; <laughs> it was crazy, but it was so good. If you ever get a chance to see a Weird Al concert, go see it. You won't be disappointed. You will have the time of your life, your cheeks will hurt from smiling and laughing so much because it is such a good show. And then we're all kind of recovering from that, to be honest, because we're not used to staying up till midnight anymore. And yeah, that's like, that's our summer, you know, it's gone in a flash in a heartbeat. So I hope you all have had a good summer so far and that you're going to squeeze every last drop of fun out of the remaining week or so. And now stay tuned for an interview with a really good friend of mine. Her name's Deanna. We've known each other for many, many years and she works for the, for the cops and, and her way of getting there was quite, it was pretty interesting. And what I like about it is that she doesn't have to be satisfied once she's in a career. She's like, well, I like this career, but I want to learn more. I want to do more. And so she does. And within that same organization. So I think that's really a great thing to do. And I hope you all have a great day. And I think I'll have to end this now. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So today I'm at kind of cloudy Cape Lazo in uh, the Comox Valley. That hissing sound you hear is the lovely sound of the waves coming in on the beach as the tide rolls in and the airplanes and the cars and the birds and the, oh, big bunch of seagulls eating something over there. And I'm here with a couple of friends, Deanna on my left and Sarah on my right. And I'm going to talk to Deanna, who I've known for, I don't know, what was it, a million years? million and a half? Something like that? I think
1: 2.6 millennia.
0: Probably. <laughs> and we're uh, we're going to talk about what Deanna does, and I find it fascinating because Deanna's in a job that not very many people know about, but is very important, and that's working for the cops. And Deanna's done a lot of different things for the cops without being a cop, which is kind of the fun part, really, all the joy and none of the hassle, unless you're dealing with cops. <laughs> very that? there is that. So way back in the day, my mom and her mom used to work together. And we were set up on a blind date. And we were both looked at each other and said, we are not going to be friends. And it took us what, 10 years later, we were roommates. and <laughs> She's put up with me for a long time. So uh, when you, how did you even get into uh, apply for the job? Like, what was the first job you had? It was with the was it with Vic PD or Vancouver PD?
1: Um, actually, my first job, first real job, was working for Harvey's Hamburgers. Okay. Oh, and I forgot. Can you say hi to the camera? Hi, camera. There you um, go. I, I please be aware that the camera does add about seventy pounds.
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so your first real job with was Harvey's. So how did you go
1: from Harvey's to the cops? Um. There was a lot of temp work in between. Um, I also went to a uh, community college and took a um, computer technician's uh, course where I got a diploma and no knowledge whatsoever, because um, it was all board level repairs and replacing circuitry on um, computer boards.
0: Oh, so it was the back end stuff, not yeah, the front end yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, soldering
1: iron and everything, Yeah. Wow. which I, I, I don't know how many circuit boards I ruined. Really, with burning them with a soldering iron. So that was apparently not not uh, your thing, not my skill set. No. Um, so I was working at a temp agency, going from work site to work site, and my dad was a wee bit concerned because I was probably twenty two at that time, and he thought I should be working in a job where I could get a pension. So he <laughs> got on my ass and told me I needed to go to city hall and apply there Hmm. so I went down to city hall and I looked and they had all these index cards of job postings oh I remember those
0: (laughs) these have those at the EI office (laughs) so
1: I saw a few things and I noted them down on my application but it was essentially a general application of work for the city oh okay and then they called me up and asked me to go in for a typing test Hmm. and a filing test and a grammar test like (laughs) a basic clerical testing right okay so there was a room of us um probably 40 or so all sitting at our ibm selectric typewriters typing away and i was sure i was gonna fail because i wasn't really a good typist right but um apparently i managed the 50 word per minute uh, limit oh, um, oh, and i'm thinking fabulous. that it was just 50 that yeah I yeah, got. yeah like just right so <laughs> they called me in for an interview so back i went to city hall and the lady that interviewed me um, told me that the job that i had in- noted on my application had already been filled but there was something else that she thought maybe I could do. And she looked at my resume and she was very excited about this computer technician course that I'd taken. And I'm like, yeah, but I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. But apparently I can type a little bit and I can file and I know where to put commas. Yeah. So she sent me for an interview at the police department. Huh. And I went for my interview at the police department and there were two ladies and a gentleman there that interviewed me. And it went well, like it, it was certainly not the worst interview I ever had. Right. And lo and behold, they called me and offered me the job. And that job was? Uh, dead entry. Data entry. Data entry. I did that for Ministry of Finance. Uh, and it was a two-year temporary position because they had recently, uh, the city had approved the expansion of the admin staff by 12, but on a trial basis. Oh, okay. So it was a two-year temporary position. And I walked in there on day one, and, um, one of my coworkers trained me on... What it was I had to do in my job. And he trained me probably from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. And then I was on my own. Wow.
0: 10 p.m. or 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. Okay, Sorry.
1: so two Thank hours. You. Two hours. Okay. Uh, it was not a difficult job <laughs> because the next day he was asking me how to do things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had that job for six years. Wow. And after day one, I was essentially finished my job, my daily work, by 11 a.m. every day. Mm. So I had all this time on my hands. Uh, this was in 92. Okay, yeah. So, um, we were one of the only offices in the department that actually had a computer terminal. Right. Made sense. Data entry. Well, there were other computer terminals in the other, the larger data entry unit, but that's all they could do. Was that's all those machines could do was data entry on the right? Yeah, yeah. Record system. Mm-hmm. Our computer did more than that. There was oh. a word processing program oh. installed. WordPerfect. Right. Um, I remember. WordPerfect. That? I do. Um, I miss WordPerfect. As I really, a matter really, of really, really miss WordPerfect. <laughs> um, so, for the rest of the day, I would play on the computer. I did this for six years. Finished my work at 11 a.m., play on the computer for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Which was to the benefit of my unit, because I created forms for them. I did, like, yeah, th- there was product for them. It wasn't just
0: playing. Solitaire and yeah, minesweeper. no, no.
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then there was a position that opened up for um a secretary admin assistant in our section mm. and I thought well I put in my time mm-hmm. oh oh sorry i I jumped ahead oh okay sorry mm. my two-year temporary position right turned start, out to be six years turned out to be six years but by uh 95 October of 95, uh, that's when they made my position permanent, hmm. which was really handy because I went on that lead in November of 95. I remember. Yes. So, mm-hmm. I just achieved job security. <laughs> uh, 90. Came back in 96. 96. 96. Uh, So, 98 is when the admin assistant position became available. Mm -hmm. And based on seniority, because it's a union environment, Mm -hmm. and my skill set, I got the job. Where, again, I used the computer skills that I had taught myself while Mm -hmm. playing on the computer all day. I was able to streamline some processes and... um, also produced some better quality product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did that job for a couple years. That was a motorbike. Doppler effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then a physician came up to uh, answer the phones on the help desk. Hmm. And I thought, I can do that. <laughs> saw as did a good friend of mine and uh, it turned out we actually both were really good at the interview and both had really good skill sets and this is kind of unheard of but they decided that they needed to do trials, three month trials each of us because they couldn't make up the money. oh wow so she went first and she did a good job And then I went, and while I was doing my trial period, she got a different full time job. Oh! So I got the job on the help desk. Right, default, right. Answering the phones. Answering phones on the help desk, as our friend Nadine knows. (laughs) Not all it's cracked out to be. (laughs) Well, everybody's (laughs) mad when they phone you.
0: Oh, yeah. This isn't working. Did you take your coffee cup off and put the CD on there
1: instead? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not a couple, Um, (laughs) though. So I did that answering phones thing for a couple years. And while I was doing the answering phones thing, I was also kind of shadowing our desk side support people. Oh, okay. So, yes, I did have... Few remnants of memory of the computer technician course I took forever ago, but mostly it was my own software skill sets mm-hmm. and uh, the shadowing that I did that allowed me to apply for the field support position that also came available. Oh. So now you're no longer at a desk. You're going to those people's. I desks. am going to to those people's desk after they've already yelled at somebody else. So they've diffused the situation for me. It's nice. not so nasty when I go to their desks, nice. right? Yeah. Um. And by the way, there were three of us on the field in the field support unit. Two of whom were women. Hmm. One was a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which.
0: Usually in, the in around 2000
1: out. is not normal.
0: No, no. Well, that's good that they had a diverse hiring
1: mechanism in place there. It was fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that I replaced had been a woman as well. Oh, okay. Um, so, I did the field support for a couple of years. Um, But... <sighs> I really like problem solving. That's part of why the help desk was fun for me. It was I, like you go and get presented with something, you don't know what to do, and you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the 70-pound uh, comment earlier indicates, I I prefer to sit on my ass than run around. There. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to find a way to problem solved without having to jump around.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I started taking uh, programming courses at BCIT. Oh, okay. Um, and while I was taking the programming courses, a position to open up in IT to do our, um, to manage our website and our intranet. Okay. And when I had been a, the admin assistant, I had learned some HTML coding, hand coding, not right with the aid of a GUI. hmm So I had a good skill set for that. um, And I I got the job doing the web, but I also wanted more problem solving. So I continued on with the programming aspect. Um, So I finished, I got my degree for uh, computer programming and a position was opening up for an entry level programmer. So I got that, because really in a union environment, when I was the only one that was taking the programming course, they, they had no choice but to give it to me pretty much yeah. so I did that for a couple of years programming and it, it did solve the problem solving thing sitting on my ass that I <laughs> liked um, I had a supervisor however that I was not a huge fan of and she was not a huge fan of me And I noticed on the job posting board that there was a position to open up that required you to have a really thorough understanding of software and hardware. Oh, well, imagine and that. And I thought, yeah, I could do that. It's like they made it for me. <laughs> so I applied for it. And nobody apparently had expected that. They, they didn't see it coming that I would apply for it. Oh. So as a senior staff member with the skill set that kind of came out of the woodwork so again they had to give it to me Of course. because the other person that applied didn't really have the skill set that they were looking for nice guy but um so uh just as a note here
0: yeah so these two old guys have shown up and they've brought themselves some bread and we're at the beach and they're throwing bread And the crow got the first one, and now all the seagulls have come over to get the next ones. What a nice couple of guys to to do that.
1: Anyway, so back to the story. I just want to add that nobody got shot upon when the seagulls were Right, when the seagulls
0: came overhead, we were were lucky, yeah.
1: Um, So the job that I ended up with um, is a position that, oversees all of the vehicle laptops in the police cars. That is my job. I do hardware, software support for all the laptops that are in the police cars. That's my job. They pay me to do it. So
0: earlier in this series, I call it a series lately um, of podcasts. I had interviewed my friend Liz and Liz comes from a computer programming science background. She has her master's in computer science or something. And she works for the provincial government putting uh, computers into police cars and is working on a new program that is supposed to be going province wide. Oh, I know that program. And that's Liz (laughs) dealing with this program. So this is like small world time.
1: Um, can we point out to Liz that on the uh, s- the far end of the uh, system that she's working on, there is one person, one person, who has to install the software, test the hardware uh, of all the laptops in each agency. One person. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just please, Liz, be aware that that's not an immediate result when you make a change every two months. I think... So
0: she's a, a, she's a hired gun. She's a, they all she's, are. Yeah, she's they been all. hired as a contractor to to do this. And But weren't you doing fingerprints for a while? Or am I imagining that?
1: The data entry position that I had the first six years was in the fingerprinting section. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Um, so... I. there was one year in that time that I was loaned out to another unit mm-hmm. um, where I had to take the people's finger points.
0: Oh. Cool. And so now you do software for cars. And hardware. And hardware for the cars. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I end up at my job where we supply all the IT from the wall out for the base. well. Chilliwack West and Nanaimo South. All three of us. Because, yep. you know, we provide
1: an important service. To be fair, <laughs> um, uh, there's very few people that um, have a job like mine in yeah. this province, yeah. which makes sense because... Not very many people need it. It's, it, it's a niche field. Um, so I manage... 309 laptops Uh, my friend who works for another rather large unnamed agency uh, handles 2,000 so it's challenging for me Um, for him it's much more difficult because it's the entire province right yeah so so to be fair right so is this
0: gonna be your retirement job or are you gonna try for something else before you retire I like
1: my job I really enjoy doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and uh, I've been doing it for 10 years now I can handle four and a half more years nice nice and i like the fact that really that at my department very few people associate my name with my job oh so they leave me alone to do it <laughs> yeah that's always a plus
0: well, that's cool. And that's really how a career is supposed to progress to, you know, you don't so many people think, well, I'm working at McDonald's. Guess this is where I got to stay. No, not unless you like working at McDonald's. You know, like if you can get a job that you like and learn from those, learn from those jobs, take those skills and move forward, and build on those skills and build on what you learn.
1: There are also people at the department that started way before me that are doing the same job that they were doing when I started, and they're happy doing it. Yeah, and that's great for them. Fabulous, so great. And
0: there's, but there's people out there who, like I'm one of them. Grass is always greener over the septic tank. I know that. But uh, I'm. Irma yeah.
1: I picked
0: up on that. But I I've been doing this job in one way or another for thirty some years. Oh look at there's an eagle. Beautiful. Hello eagle. We got a we got a bald eagle flying in on us straight and he's at us. straight at us. He's huge. Oh, we just crapped. He here. just grabbed. <laughs> he's huge. He's beautiful. And there he goes. Um, and so now I'm looking and I'm like, you know, I could do that job. Maybe I'll apply for this job. But I was going through my job search file On my on my computer the other day And I realized how many jobs I applied for Because I have all the cover letters saved From all these jobs And I'm like, oh my goodness I really, I was looking for work Before I got this job And it's it's like, I like what I do I'm good at what I do I get frustrated Because I know the system And I know how the system should work As opposed to how the system is working And Oh, so the eagle came back and he saw something down there, a fish or something, and he sniped it and he took off with it. And now he's coming back around again. And the seagulls are chasing him because they took out their food. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I love living here. So uh, I think I just applied for another job at a different institution doing something completely different. So who knows? Maybe my skill set will fall into that, but... Sometimes it's it's almost like I prove myself at this job. I've proven that I'm really good at it, and I've proven that I can fix whatever, and I can problem solve, and I can make it better. Now what? <laughs> now what do I do? Where's the next challenge? Where's the next
1: going forward, you know? For me, this job that I've had for 10 years has changed in the 10 years that I've done it. So right. every... Time I get comfy, there's a new change in the software or the hardware (laughs) that I have to implement, so that's a new challenge for me. Right,
0: yeah, and that's that's yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, that's what I think I appreciated with the military because they kind of they gave you those challenges, and just when you got through that challenge, you'd get posted, or a new system would come out, and you'd have to figure out how to do whatever. And I think I got used to that rotation of you know three four years moving on, moving on, moving on. That It's hard for me to get out of that uh, mindset now. I'll stay with the job for as long as I need to. But it would be kind of nice sometimes to have a different job. Now that I know how to do this job, my learning curve is over. I'm good at it. I figured things out. I was given a challenge. I met that challenge successfully. Everything's running great without me. So Time to move? Time to move on. So we'll see if I don't get the other job then great, but that's okay. And so you got your son working at the same building, but not with you,
1: right? Uh, my son is working at the department in the same complex mm-hmm.
0: but not uh, the same thing n- you do.
1: Not, no No, he works in a unit that he can't tell me anything about what he's doing.
0: Ooh. Cool. <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> that's cool and he's probably very good at keeping secrets very boy. good
1: yeah no oh, he he tells me nothing <laughs>
0: and he says with a full straight face i can't tell you mom i'd have to kill you
1: actually he doesn't even say that <laughs> he just looks at me <laughs> how was work fine that is the what'd you do can't him. say <laughs> the only information i get is from actually his supervisor so nice
0: yeah. nice <laughs> well, thank you, Diana. It was lovely having you on my wee little pod, and I will—I'll—I'll uh, I'll text you the link when I go live. Sure, probably be tomorrow, sometime. So, we're just gonna sit here and watch the tide roll in for a little while. I wonder what the poor people are doing today. Probably not anything near as fun as what we're doing.
1: Just to be clear, we're not on the dock at the bay.
0: No, we're not. But the tide is rolling in. It is. <laughs>